Welcome back to TLR episode 40, the big 4 Ooh, let's go. Uh, big 40. As always, your host, Joey Carney here, and the beautiful Issa, as always. Hi, Joey. How are you? Long time no see. I know. I don't. I, we were just talking off camera. I don't like this now. I don't like not seeing you in person. We not need. Yeah, we need to plan our next trip. Yeah, we should tell Jimmy. Like, we need, we need some. Uh, we need a studio. We need to just be there with each other all the time. <laughs> all the time, but in Puerto Rico, please. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what's going on? How was your How was your trip back? It was good. I'm just tired. I haven't really rested i think there's no wrestling for me this weekend so i might try to take a day or two for myself because i got back picked up roman i streamed yesterday like i haven't really i don't think i got a full night of sleep since we got to detroit so (laughs) i am running on coffee basically (laughs) how many times (laughs) do we get coffee over there i don't know but i was like i've been telling everybody about that coffee shop (laughs) (laughs) it was so good it was the coolest freaking coffee shop ever yeah, and the last day that we were there, um, I went early in the morning by myself, and I saw them like they pressed a button, and the, the coffee shot up from the, one of the things and went through the ceiling, like through oh, the tubes. So cool. I was like, yeah. oh, it's like some Elon Musk type stuff. It was it was a fancy, and they 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 they, they did a good job. I like that coffee shop. You did a yeah. good job finding the coffee shop. It was I your was job surprised. To find the coffee. It was my job to find the food. I think we managed. Yeah, I was surprised. I. Uh, I enjoy I, I enjoyed downtown Detroit for what it was. Right. Right? Like it for wasn't, what it was. Yeah. It it was a little uh you know different than what we're we're both used to, but you know. Yeah, well uh Joseph in the shop we literally were just discussing that me and Joey were kind of bitching because we had to be at the airport at like five AM so we went on no sleep. We didn't sleep. Yeah. Uh I didn't even get out of four field until two AM. Yeah. So um, it was really funny that we were kind of like upset that we were going to go on no sleep. But I'm really glad that we were able to catch the flights that left before the storms because a lot of other people, especially fellow members of the media, got either stranded there for another day or they get, kept getting delays. We were already landed at our final destination, like when these people were like dealing with the storm. So uh, there was, I was really upset about the 7 a.m. flight until I saw what was happening. I was like, you know what? I'm glad I took the flight that I took. Otherwise, we might still yeah. be there. <laughs> You know, uh, our guy, Muscle Man Malcolm, shout out to him for being a trooper because he had, he just had some, <laughs> he, he just had some bad it. luck that day. He went through it. I know Nick, Nick was posting pictures from the airport too, Nick Houseman. Like, oh, I don't know. I was like, you well, know He what? was at Margaritaville. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I did. I pulled off. I was that person on the plane, which I never do. I don't even have like the, like, I didn't have like the traveling pillow because yeah. i'm always on my phone I, I always get the wi-fi like i'm always busy i was so tired that i bought the pillow with the blanket for like 25 bucks i went to the airport so before the plane even took off i had the sunglasses on the pillow and i was like under i was one of those people on the plane under the blanket i don't even remember the plane taking off i woke up halfway through the flight like oh shit i forgot I was here. Yeah. how long is your flight back to puerto rico from there four hours oi it's like that's like me going uh, me from here to california is like five yeah it wasn't, but it wasn't, it didn't feel that bad, but I slept. Like the flight from Puerto Rico yeah. to there, I was like busy. I got the Wi-Fi. I was getting some work done. But the flight back, I was dead. I didn't sleep. I got back to the hotel with just enough time to take a shower, pack, and call the Uber and, and head back to the airport. So I was like, I was done. 
it was the first time that I was like, I'm buying one of those pillows and I'm buying a blanket and nobody talked to me. Yeah. When I got to my gate, I kind of just, they were calling different things and I went up and scanned my thing and they're like, oh, this is not your section. And I was like, oh, my bad. I just, I, I just wanted to get on the plane and they're like, just go ahead. I was like, thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, they, were, they probably like saw you on zombie mode. They were like, what is he doing? <laughs> it was a rough morning. It was, it was definitely, yeah. It was worth it. Starbucks we had a great time. We went to Mount Spaghetti. That was like the spaghetti. The, I have a vlog coming, so I don't want to share too much because yeah. I uh, go subscribe to my channel. I'm going to post the vlog this week. But for me, we, because we talk pop culture, the cool part about it was the trailer. It's upstairs yeah. and it's like a mini Eminem museum. It's like it, the entrance looks like the trailer from a mile. Like it was, it was really cool to get to see that. Like I actually thank you for going with me. I told Joey, I was like, that's the first thing I want to do. And we, he, we stuck to that. We met there and we went there first. <laughs> Yeah, we, we both landed roughly within a couple hours of each other. We got situated at our hotel, and, and within like an hour or so, we were out there eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a fun night. I'm glad that we landed a day before the normal stuff. It gave us time to just relax. I was talking about that love and tequila bar, which yeah. I didn't like the vibe or the drinks, but the, the aesthetic yeah. of the bar itself was beautiful. Yeah, that, uh, the, the what, what did we get? The pina coladas. Uh, pina coladas. But you know, when you, I don't want to, I don't want to, I do. I, I, I'm a piña colada snob. The piña colada was invented here. I can yeah. take you to the place where it was created and you can drink a real piña colada. So when you had that kind of piña colada, you have high standards. I'm the same way with my beaches. Like I grew up in paradise. Yeah. So when you're going to take me to a beach, it needs to be blue, clear waters and sands. Otherwise, I'm going to talk crap. I felt that way about that piña colada. We should have known better and ordered something different because what, why are we ordering a, 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 a paradise Caribbean drink in Detroit? We should have just gotten something. <laughs> that was on us. <laughs> that was. The presentation was cool, though. That that yeah. whole glass thing. It was yeah, just. It would have been better if we could have drank the whole thing, though. I know. <laughs> well, we could have drank the whole thing. We just wouldn't remember drinking it. The lemonade at the other place we went to after was good. Whatever yeah. lim- adult lemonade we had. We had a good time. Detroit, yeah, like you said, for what it was, I yeah. did enjoy downtown Detroit. From the last time I was there, it seems to be progressing a lot. Um, yeah. And there was just a lot to do. And it, it was fun. I mean, I don't I don't feel, I feel like we were so busy with our own schedules and our own yeah. places that we needed to be that we really didn't get to. And that's what I always tell these people. When you go on these trips, it's fun. We get to watch the show, but you are busy nonstop. Yeah. So it's, it's it's hard to it's hard to explore. So I did like getting there a day early. I think I might start doing yeah. that for all of my trips. I think I will too. We it, it, and also Detroit was downtown Detroit at least. It was very convenient. Like everything was pretty nearby to each other. Yeah. So like even when we did walk, it wasn't more than a fifteen minute walk to things. Right. Oh my god. I love that Joseph said that because the first thing I said to Joey was I forgot what 80 degree weather yes. feels like without 100% humidity. It was nice. That's not how 80 degrees feel like here. I was like, oh, so this is what a non-humid place is supposed to feel like, huh? Because here, you don't ever feel just the nice of an 80 degree day. And I, and I did yeah. get to experience that. But it did, get, it did get down to like 69, which in my book, that's cold. There was a couple yeah. of days that I was like, it's kind of cold. <laughs> did you know that it rained one of the nights or two nights? I don't know anymore. Yeah. I don't know anything that happened. <laughs> Everything is like a big blur. I'll, I'll I'll sort it out when I put my SD camera. As soon as we get done with, with this show today, I'm putting the SD ca- uh, car on my computer and I'm going to sort through everything that we recorded and start trying to edit these vlogs because I have a lot of content to go through. Joseph said, yeah, WWE keeps you busy. 
Yeah, I mean, we were we were pretty busy. We didn't know, so it was my first time going to a WWE. Like he was with an expert, though. I was with an expert under her wing, and she guided the way perfectly. Uh, but we didn't know if we were going to be invited to all the events because every day there were one or two events, and. You had to wait for confirmation. So yeah. typically you kind of know what your schedule looks like. On this one, it was more of a hurry up and wait. So it was very hard to make plans when you don't know if WWE was going to email you and be like, oh, yeah, you're approved to go to this event. So you, I, did, I didn't want to make plans with anyone because I was like, if, if I, I didn't want to ditch anyone. So, yeah. But yeah, usually, usually you get the whole schedule. And this time it was more of a, okay, you might attend this or you might not. Stay tuned. And it's just yeah. like kind of like a lot of sitting around and waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they sent us emails like a couple hours before, so mm-hmm. it was kind of just like a wait and see basis. But and, I, and, and like a lot of times, if you're like, I have I have an amazing team. Shout out to the Lucha Libre Online. I have a machine behind me, but I still have to send these interviews in order for the machine to edit and get them up. Like there's like you finish with these things, and everybody's like, "What are you doing after?" I'm like, "At work." What do you think? I I just got four interviews. I need to send these like now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's like really funny because there's a lot of days that there was the second day I think uh where I made Joey go to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a brand new city all these restaurants to eat and i'm like let's fun. just walk to applebee's but um actually applebee's settled good and we tried detroit pizza yes. which i loved but my stomach didn't agree with it i loved the fight i ate the whole freaking yeah. thing it was a little personal square pizza detroit style whatever they called it yeah. but um but the second day was where i think we finished eating at applebee's and i told joey i was like i'm done there's there's yeah. no like what are we doing tonight there's no let's make plans i was like i'm <laughs> gonna call us an uber i'm gonna drop you off wherever you want and i'm going right back to my bed so but yeah it's a lot of work it's it's very rewarding i i had a great time i i hope i i'm very proud of you uh i think you did an amazing job uh your your gunther tiktok i i showed it to everybody i know like i i'm super proud of you and it was so much fun and i'm glad that we still got to do our little tlr thing by going to mom spaghetti and doing the pop culture related thing but yeah super proud of you joey i thought you did great thank you so much it was uh it was a fun experience um but honestly it wouldn't have been what it was if i didn't if i didn't have two two things if i didn't have you there with me but i didn't if i didn't have you like giving me advice as to like how things go because it was it was a thing you know (laughs) yeah we all have a first time and it does help to know what to expect, how yeah. it's going to go. Like, and, and I, I, I had a few people that kind of helped me a little bit in my first time. So I didn't want you to have to go and not have somebody to kind of like tell you kind of like, yeah. it's, it's very different. A lot of these go the same, but there is like a, like a certain expectation yeah. and a certain thing. And I think everything went exactly the way that I told you it would go. Um, except for the media, they, they, they switched things around on us. I personally liked it more the way that they did it this time. I know that a lot of people didn't. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes for the next one. But um, yeah. overall, I really do think that having somebody there to kind of guide you does help because they don't, you know, they just they just expect yeah. you to know the, the ropes. <laughs> you know what also helped a lot too is meeting all the people that like I've kind of engaged with on social media here and there, mm-hmm. but like you never really met in person. And everyone was just so like cool and nice. And like that, I think to me, that was the best part, like just meeting such cool people, you know? Yeah. I told you, I told you that everybody is, is kind of nice, you know, yeah. um, you, you have to be like, we're all in the same. I, I don't know. Yeah. I always, I feel like 
the wrestling cake is, is big and we can all have a piece and there's still yeah. some left. Like there's no need to be crazy competitive when, you know, yeah. we're all gonna, we're all gonna get the same content. We're all gonna get the same interview. So we might as well enjoy. I really loved that. And I don't know if you noticed this. I always loved sitting at the press box the day of the show because everybody just feels so laid back. We're finally done with the activities. We're yeah. done with the interviews. Like the only thing in the back, obviously there's a little bit of stress over the press conference. We're going to have, we had to do a stream on my, on my channel to just talk a little bit more. There's a little bit of stress over who's going to make the cut to go to yeah. the press conference and who's not. But I feel like once we get to show that, right. I, my conspiracy was right though. I'm good. You were right. Um, I feel like once we get to the show night, everybody's just like, okay, we got our work done. We went to all the events, yeah. interviews are sent in. Like, let's just sit down and, and watch the show and enjoy it. So yes. I always love getting to show day because I feel like the vibe in the press box is so different. Everybody's just having fun yeah. and enjoying the show. It was. I agree with that. It was like the payoff of all the work that we did yeah. throughout the, the week. And just now I get to sit back and enjoy the show. You're still working at the show, but you right. know, it's, it's fun work. Yeah, and you still get to, like, it's more of a laid-back conversation because you don't have to worry about, like, oh, I want to talk to you and get to know you, but I got to get on this line to get this interview so I can't talk to you for too long. Like, there, you really have normal one-on-one conversations with people that you've been interacting with forever that you just want to, like, get to know because at the end of the day, um, and we'll get to pop culture in a second, at the end of the day, I did mention in one of my tweets, like, there's so many new media faces and it made me really happy to see so many people there but at the same time we're always kind of like the same group of people so we might as well just all get along all get to know each other because once you decide yeah i'm gonna start going you're gonna see the same faces there so it's good to yeah. make friends yeah no i really enjoyed like you said like you know having that payoff being able to enjoy the show but then like we're sitting side by side i'm sitting next to you and next to you is like sean ross sap and then over there is like chris van vliet and like all these people we're all just watching together and like that in itself is like just so cool and enjoyable. I was like, I was blown away by the, by the whole time. The, the whole thing was just, was. Yeah, was but I had to point out that I thought you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. And like I said, if not for you, I would have been like a chicken with my head cut off, just running around, not knowing what is going on. Poor baby. I got you. But uh, thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mommy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, this I'll is, be uh, your Rhea. You'll be my Dominic. Let's do it. <laughs> Very dumb. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is a pop culture show. And uh, so many things pop culture going on, as always. Uh, didn't really keep up with much, obviously, because we were away. Yeah, but, but there wasn't a lot of news. I woke no. up this morning, and I tried to find some news. And I got up super early, like I usually do. And then I realized I really didn't have to be anywhere for a while. So I went back to sleep. But in that period of time, I started looking, and I couldn't find anything. And then I was like, you know what? Because I'm tired, maybe I'm not looking at this news like the right way because nothing interested me. So I went back to sleep, wake back up, go back to the normal sites I visit every Tuesday. And I still couldn't find. Like, there's a lot, but a lot of them, I just felt like this is not worth talking about. <laughs> I get it. I get you know? it. No, no one, of the, one of the topics that I did want to talk about, uh, the Made in America Festival. I don't know if, if, if everyone in the chat is familiar with the Made in America Festival. It's in Philly. They do it usually every year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they canceled it this year. I wonder um, why, Joey. I wonder why as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Lizzo was set to headline this event. Um, and the, the article says here, uh, Philly won't be taking the main stage to Made in America this year. In fact, no one will. The festival has been canceled under severe circumstances. The star lineup 
Star-studded lineup was in, uh, was set to include Metro Boomin, Ice Spice, Lotto, uh, SZA, Lizzo. And obviously there's things going on with Lizzo that we spoke about before. Uh, so there were just a lot of things you going on. You don't think on. that it would have been easier to just cancel Lizzo? You know, I, I originally thought about that. And when I read through the article, they didn't really give any reason or like anything to like about that. Yeah, but we're not stupid. We know nobody yeah. wants to deal with bringing her on right now. Yeah. It but says, I just I just feel like there was a there was a decent lineup. I'm sure they, they were selling tickets. So it just makes you wonder like couldn't you just like make somebody else the headliner and just kind of go on without her? Well yeah, they, I mean they've done it at what Coachella's done that yeah. a few times, you know. But it says here that uh, due to severe circumstances outside of production control, you know, the Made in America festival will no longer be taking place. Uh, this, this this decision was has been difficult and has not been made lightly nor without immense deliber- uh, deliberation. I wonder oh, if it wasn't nonsense. selling well, like Joseph just said in the chat. I, maybe it wasn't selling well because to me, I feel like if it was a sold out that made them money and profit, yeah. they would have figured out a different situation or you have money to bring in somebody last minute, right? Like somebody else. But at this point, I feel like if the PR was a mess and if you weren't selling tickets like you thought you were, then uh, maybe it's just better to just cancel the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I it's not a festival that I personally would have attended. Right, um, but there's too many music festivals nowadays too. That's the I think that's the big problem is like mm-hmm. there's too many music festivals, and a lot of them kind of just they all blend together to me. Like outside yeah, of Coachella, outside of Coachella, they all blend. Yeah, and Philly's not necessarily a destination. <laughs> like you know, Coachella, everybody knows that they make a whole vacation out of it yeah. because it's fun. Like I don't yeah. know, there's just like something about like, am I gonna travel to Philly just to watch a music festival? No, I'm gonna have to do it for WrestleMania, and I'm already dreading it. Yeah, we saw the commercial like four times last night during Monday Night Raw and was, for for Philly. I was like, like, oh, stop, man. Philly's not fun. You're gonna make us go. I hate, I hate cold destinations. Like it's gonna be cold. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna. Listen, it's WrestleMania. That's our, that's our Super Bowl. You know, but yeah. it's still like, ugh, whatever. We're gonna have cheesesteaks to stay warm. Yeah, the, Royal Rumble better be somewhere warm, or I'm gonna have a fit. Yeah, yeah it better be. Um, but I didn't know this before, but uh, this Made in America festival is actually Jay-Z's festival. Yeah, I, I yeah. knew that. I, I, it's in the name. I, would, you should, I should just know that. But It's, it's currently um, storming here again. It seems to be a Tuesday thing. It happened last week. Remember, I lost my yeah. power. But yeah. I am having so much fun watching Roman find new hiding spots right now. And he's <laughs> trying to climb. Over a mess of things that I still have to go through because I'm still unpacking, and it's yeah. just hilarious to watch him trying to hide behind it. Sorry, I just had to share. No, you're fine, Roman. How was Roman like with you coming back home? Was he excited? Oh to see my you? god, he was so, and then he was so extra clingy. Like the yeah. first day, he still is. Like this morning, he still is. He's been very extra clingy but he was he was good he was so happy when he saw me he wasn't expecting me and i know this might be a shocker to you because joey can now attend to the fact that i do everything in high heels including walking like 10 miles but um i didn't wear heels for my flight back oh yeah because i i really was tired i wanted to sleep on the plane i wanted to be comfortable and so the whole point is that when i get to my mom's roman usually knows it's me because of the click of my shoes yeah. But because I didn't wear heels, he didn't hear me go up the stairs and, like, get to the door. So it was, like, I saw the, like, he, like, ran down when he heard the door. And I saw, like, the little 
chalk look in his face. It was the cutest freaking thing ever. He looked at me like, yeah. "Where's your heels, mom? You surprised me." It was cute. <laughs> I know the chat. The chat knows that Isa has, like, her fashion game is just immaculate, right? All the time, always on. Hair done, nails done, everything. You know how it goes with Isa. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> The whole trip, this woman was in heels, not phased one bit. I mean, we walked. We we walked. The only ones that kind of got to me a little bit were were the ones that I wore for the for the junket. Yeah, Um, those were the ones that I told you. I was like, okay, it was so funny because I told Joey, I was like. Okay, these shoes are bothering. They were red bottoms, which everybody knows are the most uncomfortable shoes that a girl can wear, but they just, they're, they're cute, right? Yeah. But I told Joey, I was like, okay, after this, I got to go back to my hotel. Because we were doing some editing and something at Joey's hotel because it was yeah. closer to everything. Mine was a little bit further out. The whole point is that I told Joey, I got to go get changed. And then when we met at the other event, Joey's like, you changed from one heels to the other. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't going to change it to flats. I just needed more comfortable high heels. But yes, it was, it was high heels the entire time. And we walked a lot. We did. I think yeah. one of the highlights for me right after the junket, because you and I were pretty much the last two or there was a two or three people to leave the room from the junket because we were just yeah. taking our time. And I was able to pass out in the middle of the room and take my shoes off. And there was nobody left in the room. And Issa just <laughs> took her heels off and just laid on the floor. And she was like, Finally. Don't talk to me. Bring me coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a great. picture of that. Maybe yeah. I'll put it on the blog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be like the expectation of reality or like how we started, how it's going. <laughs> but you like, there's one thing of wearing heels, but like you like, like I'm a fast walker and sometimes I, I don't even realize that I'm walking fast. You were like toe to toe with me the whole time. Like you were- one of my very first media trips, I was like lashing on to Sean Ross Sapp because he was my friend and he knew what to yeah. do. And that's the same thing he said to me. He's like, I can't believe you're keeping up with me in those shoes. Like, how are you doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. That's like, I'm defaulted to walking heels. So, and I'm yeah. lived 10 years in New York. If you don't walk fast, you, you get ran over. So, you know, it's a good combination. <laughs> and shout out to Sean. I, I had never met Sean before. That was the first time meeting Sean. Same. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Such a cool guy. We're watching. Honestly, it was so funny. We're, when we're sitting in the, in the in the press box, every time he walked by, he would like lean over to you and like tell you like a fun fact. He doesn't leave me alone. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm like, fact check. Sean's here. <laughs> I oh, love man. Sean. I've been I've been friends with Sean Rostap since like 2015. As a matter of fact, when me and him became friends, he was doing my job because he was working with Wrestling Inc. covering the wow. shows that I now cover with Wrestling Inc. So before FIFO, before the 200,000 followers, like before all of that, I've been friends with him. So you you saw you saw him. Yeah. There was a couple of people that I'm very that I'm, I consider to be close with because I've been yeah. friends with them for the longest time. Nick Houseman, I used to do a show with him on Wrestling Inc. Uh, um, Steve Fall is the one that even got me started into podcasting. So there's there's just a couple of people that I always love seeing. And, and I look forward to like being reunited with some of them. I think I want to do a podcast one day with Steve Fall because oh my God. he's got such a personality. Like it's so like, he's so charismatic. <laughs> I love it. I- Steve Fall is something else, man. I love him too. You know what I love most though about the whole the whole weekend? Wow. And then we can kind of go back to pop culture, even though this is kind of pop culture stuff. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's the first time we're talking, really. So I have to, I have to kind of make it known. You are such 
like a genuine, caring, loving, all the good synonyms at, like, we could use. Don't be exposing me. That you are one of the the coolest people I think I've ever met, right? I've told you this so many times. But to see the recognition you were getting throughout the entire trip, like near and far, people who you know I've looked up to are looking at you as someone they look up to, you know, like just to see the level of love you were getting. One name in particular, I'll say, I'll say here, Dave LaGreca. I mean, giving you, knowing who you are and just like knowing everything you're about and doing and just kind of giving you that praise. I was like, man, like, I, I, see I, I, only, I only cried inside when David LaGreca walks up to me and he goes, man, you're killing it. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. Like, do not freak out. Do not fangirl. Keep it cool. But inside, I'm like, oh my God. Same with Chris Van Bleed. Like, there was a yeah. lot of people there. And I posted about it. I was like, you know, uh, there's a lot of people whose content I consume and respect. And to see them walk up to me and, and, and just, you know, just say nice words, it yeah. really meant a lot. It's just cool to see you get that, like, such right. I didn't. Like, not a knock to anybody there, but I didn't see anybody else getting that type of treatment. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I felt were... it, was, it was a good trip for me. I felt very, you know, a lot of times I'm like, I don't know how people see me because obviously I started with my reactions on YouTube and I still do my reactions on YouTube. I never want to steer away from how I started. Um, and I think maybe staying genuine is something that has helped me, you know. Yeah. But um, but because of that, I always wonder, like, do people take me seriously? And my, my interviewing style is a little bit different where I like it to be more casual, more like trying to find something yeah. personal. Like, I like to bring something that people didn't know about them. I had the hardest time with Gunther, by the way. I was like, what the hell am I going to ask him about that can crack him? Just a little bit because, my <laughs> God, he was on character. Yeah. So I asked him about wedding planning, and I got him. I got him to talk a little bit, and he talked about his, his you know, how they had to hire a wedding planner and everything. But because my interviewing style is different, I always like yeah. to crackle them. I always like to get a laugh out of people. It's memorable. Right. And you leave an impression. So I always fear that people just don't take me seriously in regards to, like, wrestling media and all that. So it really did mean a lot. No, I was watching, like, you know, you're going ahead of me in some of the interviews I'm watching, and I see, like, Bianca Belair, like, look at me, like, girl, like, what's going on? And you're like, her, like, her friend, and just talking to, you, like, talking to you. And I see Chad Gable, like, looking at me, like, I remember you. Like, don't even play that. I know who you are. Like, I know. Everybody knew who you were. They showed But that's for said, good to see you again. How's the family? And I'm yeah. like, what are, you, what are you doing? How do you know about the boat? How do you yeah. know about the boat? <laughs> It, it's it's been it's been incredible and I'm, i i was i was proud of me on this one i'm not gonna lie i had to like came back pat myself yeah. in the back a little bit so yeah a chomp of pat in the back yep one. but it, like i was saying it was just so cool to see you get all that recognition and then also just turn around to me and be like such like like you're so humble and you're so like level-headed where like there's some people that that would get to them and they'd be like i'm a superstar you just you're just yourself and i think yeah. that's the coolest freaking thing out of out of the whole thing like it, it it's it's pretty cool to see thank to you thank yeah. you i told you i just like to remain who i was and never forget that i'm still a fan like i hate when oh my god the thunders i, I hate like I, I, I just want to still like be a fan at heart and talk to these people like the fan that I am and try to yeah. think like if I'm watching you on YouTube what would I ask you about you know like s silly stuff like Bianca her gear that's something I had to ask her about because I love that yeah. she makes her own clothes and things like that but yeah I think it's it's really good that I still do my reactions and I haven't steered away from that because it helps yeah. you remember you know where you came from yeah 
But like like we've been saying, we could, we're gonna do we're gonna plan something where we both just talk about our our stuff and our experiences. Because but you know what, like bringing it back to Made in America, I don't know how this was planned, but it yeah. was quite frustrating in Detroit because I don't know how event planners are looking at things. And I know it was an excellent weekend for Detroit economy yeah. overall. And I know we'll hear the numbers from WWE. But yeah. for people who doesn't know this, the hotels in downtown Detroit that weekend were going for like six, seven hundred per night because the Tigers were in town. You have SummerSlam in town. There was a Slipknot concert. There was something else. Like it was impossible to get an Uber. It was impossible to get a hotel nearby if you didn't book it ahead of time. Yeah. It was a crazy weekend. We The first time we were there, we ran into a worker that was like, there's going to be like 200,000 people in downtown on Saturday. I'm not coming near here. Like, it was yeah. crazy. And the Tigers game ended when SummerSlam started. So you had all these people trying to get out of Comerica. You had all these people trying to get into four field. They're right yeah. next to each other. I do like that. I think New Orleans, there's a couple of cities that have like all the sports complex like near each other. Yeah. Well, they were like directly next door. Like, yeah. like, I could throw a football from one to the other. Yeah, but it's like really funny that all of these things got booked on the same weekend because yeah. if you look, if you go right now and you look, the, that nice hotel in Detroit is like two hundred twenty nine per per night, and that yeah. that weekend was going for six seven hundred dollars per night. I was like, this cannot all be for SummerSlam. And then once we got there and learned, and yeah. it just it just like you know you're talking about a music festival. So I wonder how these things get booked. Do they look for busy weekends or do they try to find a, a weekend that is? not as busy because i just could not believe that there was that much going on the exact same day yeah. there and when you say something like philly you know made in america i can see it not selling because i just don't i don't remember myself ever saying okay okay i'm lying i did say it once i wanted a cheesesteak sandwich i drove from jersey to philly just to eat the sandwich okay one time but other than that in the 10 plus years i lived in that area i never said oh let me just drive to philly just because there had to be something going on yeah. Philly's just not a destination place. No. No. So I can see the sales of this thing not going accordingly because unless you have something big to go for, why no. why do people go to Philly? Why? To run the stairs? No. Nope. Nope. You only go if you're nearby. Correct. Like, or if you have a really bad craving for a good cheesesteak. Yeah. Comerica <laughs> Park is where they have is basically the little section of downtown Detroit where they have the stadiums. Uh, and the Tigers uh park was li- it's like it's just that literally next door like like side like there's the sidewalk in the middle is for two for both places so like yep we're here and right across the street there was two concert venues mm-hmm. theaters with two concerts going on at the same time so there were four events essentially at the same time one being SummerSlam with sixty thousand people plus i mean so the Uber situation after and before was... The was- Uber situation was bad to begin with because it doesn't seem like it's a very busy Uber city. Like, I'm no. used to New York where you get an Uber in a minute. Like, and, and in New York, you have to run out because your Uber is already downstairs yep. when you request it. Here, you had to wait. Like, you had to time it out like 20 minutes because you didn't know how long it was going to take for the Uber. It's canceled. I will say one thing, though. None of the restaurants had a long wait. Everywhere we were, we were able to sit down and yep. eat. For having that many people in town, I give that respect because we went to places that I feel like are on demand. The pizza place we ended up at, I didn't even know it was like a popular one until yeah. we sat down and I started looking it up. Yeah. But there was like no line. There was no line at Mon Spaghetti. There was no line at the nasty hot dog place, which I still, <laughs> ugh, I hated that hot dog. <laughs> so bad. We both looked at each other like, why do we come here? And the ser- we should have known because the service was so bad. We should have yeah. got, got up and left. 
but but, uh, but but yeah, I will give I will give him credit for doing that because I felt like nowhere that we went, we were able to grab a drink, we were able to grab a coffee, whatever we were grabbing in between activities. There was not a long wait at the restaurants, or maybe there's yeah. just because there's a great variety. But I was I really enjoyed the fact that we didn't have to like wait forever for a table anywhere. You know what was yeah. really empty? Applebee. <laughs> Let me tell you, the drink that I had at Applebee's. Oh, that was the best one. The the, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson margarita or whatever I had. <laughs> yeah. With the Terramana, oh my god, it was good. Yeah, that was good. That was. I actually like mine as well. Mine was uh the Blue Long Island iced tea. That was really yeah. good. But uh, no, I. I don't want to say take me back to Detroit. No, oh, it's but, not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to do another trip like that with you. That was that was fun. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. I think, I think the next time we just need to find like a two bedroom Airbnb. I think that will be the only part that will make our trip easier is that we were staying such like opposite sides. Yeah. So like, and it will save us on the Ubers. Yeah, I don't even know where you were staying. I was staying in what is considered the Midtown area I didn't of think, Detroit. I don't think we, like, I don't even think I went over there. Like I didn't pass. No. Nobody yeah. went to that area, <laughs> but um, it's a lot quieter. It's a, it's yeah. like it was like it was like seven minutes. You know how fast that yeah. it would take me when I would tell you I'm on my way. But it was like the midtown. It was like the more historic. Like you were in the gotcha. more modern. I was in the more historic side. It was quiet. Yeah. It was nice. But um, I got it. Priceline sold it to me as downtown, but it was like probably on the border where it shouldn't count as downtown. You know how yeah. they have. A handful that you're like, I don't really think this is downtown, yep. but it was. The girl was like, "This is the historic downtown. We're down there. It's like the more progressive and this and that." Yeah. I liked it because there was no dealing with. There wasn't a lot of fans. There wasn't a lot of yeah. anything. So at the end of the day, I still had the quiet. Nobody knows where I'm staying, <laughs> and it's great kind of moment. So that I like, but I bought it in a in a package deal, and and it was just like I just put downtown, and it just showed up, picked it. Yeah. It was like it was in, within budget, and then I was like, is this really downtown? But it was. Everybody was telling me it was. It's just like the historic site as opposed yeah. to where all the things are at. But it was still eight minutes, so it's not terrible. But yeah. I wouldn't consider that. If I go back, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to get smarter than that. That is not downtown to me. Well, I was talking to people who were like 30 minutes out, and I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Well, some people stay by the airport, and the airport in Detroit yeah. is nowhere near the actual city. No, and with the Uber situation, I mean, like, I saw some people waiting for like mm-hmm. almost two hours. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But uh, we have some topics here for TLR. Well, I keep forgetting that we're, you know, we're doing the show. We're just... It's okay. Up. We'll just tell Jimmy we're just excited to talk about our experience. <laughs> so we're, it's like a half half show. TLR takes uh, Detroit slash a couple of news from this week. <laughs> I said something on the trip and I didn't know I don't know what it was, but I made I made an acronym for something. I was like TLR and it was for something for that we were doing. I don't know. I, don't oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. We said so much. We, you we, found we, everything I said funny. You think I'm oh. the funniest person on earth, apparently. Let me tell you, Isa is a She's a comedian. Like, I would say something in all seriousness, and she would just like be like, "Who? What? No? <laughs> what you talking about? You <laughs> know? I I speak with no filter, my friend. I think and you liked it. It's so refreshing <laughs> that it's funny. I love it. I, love it. I, I have no reason to 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 have a filter around anyone. <laughs> Was, I always I mean, tell people that I'm like, if I don't like you, you'll know it because I cannot hide my emotions. I cannot hide my feelings. I am not one to fake it. Yeah. If I don't like someone, you're going to know it immediately because it's all here. I cannot hide it. Yeah. We, we left Applebee's and you're like, 
I'm going to sleep. I'm just going home. I'm, just, I'm out. Like, peace. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me tonight. I'll text you in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. No, it, it was, it was, it was a great experience. I also, I think that day when I went to bed after Applebee's, I feel like my socializing meter ran out because I'm very, I'm, I'm actually very introverted and yeah. I'm not used to being around a lot of people. And I was like, this is two days of nonstop socializing. My, my, my socializer meter was like, you need time alone, girl. Like, yeah. this is enough. <laughs> what did I say to you? There was one point that we, you and I were sitting down across from each other at a restaurant. And then like an hour goes by and we're both on our phone, just not even paying attention. And you're like, remember what you said? You're like, people must think we're on like the worst date. The right worst now. date ever. And they were like, they hate each other. Yeah. I think we were both on our phones until like I looked up and saw that SmackDown has started. I'm like, oh, look, we can watch SmackDown. And then we both put our phones down. We like turned around. Yeah, and started watching SmackDown. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, people don't know, you know, yeah. what we're doing or why we're here because we're dressed up. Yep. We're sitting there. So I'm like, if I'm like an outsider looking at our table, I would think yeah. that we're a date and we're not even looking at each other. We're both yeah. on our phones. Like I would have, we're probably on somebody's TikTok, like <laughs> swimming from far away, like the worst yeah. date I've ever seen. Like the old lady sitting at Nick Gage's table. Like that's us. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Yeah. But like I told you, like, it's so cool to have that. Like we can be on the phone for an hour in front of each other. Cause like, we, I'm there for know, working for content, so yeah, we know what's going on. We know the game, the name of the game, and yeah, you know, we're having fun outside of that. It was great. Hell yeah! But uh, let's talk about our friend, our friend uh, Kim K, in the news again. What's going on here? Did, Kardashian did you... corner time. Yeah, <laughs> Kardashian <laughs> corner. We're gonna need. We Jimmy need, we need an intro. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's not what I just did ever again. But, you know. No, please. <laughs> Um, I'm just looking now that, that, uh, Joseph said, it's okay. I'm sure Jimmy will understand if you guys wrap up Detroit this week, LOL, you have to do a future pod wrapping up Detroit as a whole. We'll do it on one of our channels. We got it. <laughs> I think that we're going to be able to do it on both of ours. Cause there's just so much to talk about. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what much did Kim Kardashian about. do now? I don't think that she really did anything. It says that she's slammed by C murder victims family. He shouldn't be released. That's the, that's oh, yeah. The so there's like this whole thing with obviously like Kim Kardashian becoming a lawyer and she's been trying to help get some people out of like prison. Yeah. And I guess this time, I don't know if she's like getting behind someone. I couldn't read the whole article. Masterpiece, but I, incarcerated brother, sea murder. Right. And the, the families of the victim are saying that this person should not be like advocated for to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So if there is some sort of bias, which I would assume maybe there is, she shouldn't be involved. Right. Um, you know, think about it. Like if you were in the victim's position and like a friend of the person that's the friend of the suspect is trying to help them out, like you'd be like, what is going on? Like right. she's using her influence, kind of taking advantage of using her influence, if that's and she has a lot of influence, and especially with the whole legal stuff that she's been doing, she's had some pull and she's had some success. And if this is somebody that was proven guilty for horrible crimes, it's like, no, just don't, like yeah. you said, don't get involved. Because at first, I know that she got involved in a case of somebody that was actually innocent. Yeah, uh, this doesn't seem to be the case on this one, so I don't know what's going on. I'm not too familiar. I like to bring it up because a lot of times when something starts, we'll talk about it quickly, yeah. but then it becomes a bigger deal, and it's fun to say, "Hey, we kind of started talking about this a couple of weeks ago." I yeah. feel like this is gonna go somewhere. Either her 
backing away from this case yeah. of it becoming a bigger deal because I had to look for like Kardashian news this week to find <laughs> this one. It wasn't one that popped up like all over my feet, like how the typical Kardashians news pop up. Like yeah. the only Kardashian news that I could find that was popping up everywhere was that Chloe was with Tristan again. They, there's a picture of them with with Courtney and her big bump, yeah. but is that that's exactly how I felt? I'm like I don't want to bring that up onto the show because it's like I said this before on this show. Chloe is a grown woman, and it's like when you tell somebody, I'll give you an example, a cigarette smoker. I feel like everybody that smokes cigarettes or vapes, whatever, are aware of the damages. Like 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 that is written everywhere. It's even written yeah. in the packages. So it's yeah. like telling somebody. After a certain amount of times, you're just, you're just wasting your time because people know, people know that what they're doing is not good for them and they choose yeah. to continue to do it. They let them, they're adults. Yeah. I feel that way about the whole thing with Chloe and Tristan. Yeah, just let it be. And if she's going to be with them, she's going to be with them. No, nothing anybody says is going to change the fact that, you know, that's still the father of her children. And, even, and you just said it, even if she's not with him, he is going to be in family gatherings. Yeah. He is going to be, a, he is the father of the babies and there's going to be, Pictures of them in the future together. I mean, we have seen Kanye and Kim at games after post-divorce and everything. They go to yeah. soccer games. They go to basketball games together because it's called co-parenting. You can't take that away from them. So we will see pictures of them, whether they're together or not. He's always going to be a part of her life. I don't, I don't, I respect the fact that Kim uh, in her position did the law school thing and, and got her degree and, and did whatever she had to do. Um, I just don't understand how she picks the cases that she goes after. Like, I would love that. I would love to for it to be like shown in the show or something because I never like she always ends up be, being involved in super random things that yeah. I I wonder the same thing you said like how did you even find this case? You yeah. know, like the first one where she held that girl like that was yeah. interesting because I never even heard of it. Yeah. She brought so much attention to it, but now it seems like she's getting involved on some random. Things. <laughs> like, oh, let me help some friends out. Like it's it's like cherry picking the yeah. type of cases she does. And if that's how it's going to be, I don't think it's going to work very. It's, I don't think it's going to work out for her. Agreed. Because like the whole point of being a lawyer is to bring justice. Is she a lawyer? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm only bringing I, that I up she, because God, this I don't. Is a lawyer. I don't know if you ever saw um, when Tyra Banks did that whole thing where she graduated from Harvard and yeah. and this and that. And it was, yeah. like, it was like a business program, which is yeah. really funny because I took a one-year business program from Notre Dame. Yeah. And it was just like, I didn't, I don't tell myself, I don't tell people I graduate from Notre Dame, nor did I freaking post an Instagram with a freaking cap. And like, and it was like funny. It's like one of those programs that you can just take even online, but because it's issued by somebody at this university you had the right of saying you went there right but i'll never forget when tyra banks did this whole thing like and then she started calling herself a harvard graduate and she would talk to like the america's next top models about going to harvard mm -hmm. and what it meant to her and it was like when i started i think when somebody did a video exposing her mlm like she yeah. did one of those scams and when they exposed her for that they said and by the way her harvard degree is just like a six-month certificate on business management yeah. and i'm like so it makes you wonder i'm like is kim really a lawyer did she just take like a quick uh law for law for five months kind of program i could see her like doing the next dolce and cabana like uh fashion runway show setting it up as a graduation and she has a whole cap and gown and she like does the thing by herself 
Oh, I thought you were going to say she was going to set it up as a courtroom. Yeah, that too. The judge takes off the yeah. robe and he has like a super stylish Dolce Gabbana outfit. And then, and then all of the jury gets up, the takes off the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, Her, that's Dolce judge, Gabbana, but... Her Dolce Gabbana collection was on point. So the yeah. last one that she collaborated with, beautiful pieces. Yeah, so like, I I don't know. There's some things that come out about Kim, and I'm like, yeah, I'm Team Kim, and then something like this, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, right, you, right. You... But this one, it doesn't seem to have a lot of track yet, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So one topic I think that was – I don't think we have to spend a lot of time on it because it's not really one of those uh, topics. But Cardi B uh, – <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> she's back in the media – um, she was, what was it last week or the week before that the microphone in Vegas last yeah, week? Yeah. Did you fall down that rabbit hole? No. Because obviously, did you see the clip of her? Th- like they threw water at her and she yeah. threw the microphone. Have you the seen microphone. the clip of what happened literally two minutes before that? No. She was, she was asking people to splash her, but she got pissed off because this one splashed her in the in the face. She was asking people to splash her, and I don't know if this person had bad aim. I don't know how it went. But like when I first saw the news, I'm like, well, that person was wrong for like just yeah. randomly. But if you if you fall down the rabbit hole, there is a video out there that went viral too that shows that literally a minute before she was telling everybody, oh, splash me in my private parts, whatever. She was bending over so people would throw water at her. So now I was like, I didn't even know whose side to take when I first saw it because I'm yeah. like, I'm tired of these people throwing random things at performers on stage. It's dangerous. But now that I saw the whole story, I'm like, I mean, that person must have felt super like what just happened when you were literally asking people to splash you just minutes before. It's it like taking a selfie sense. at a Miranda Lambert concert. And she's like, don't take selfies at my concert. No, I, didn't, I don't even want to talk about it. That was so stupid. But the picture was great, by the way. So the girls posted the picture they were taking. It was like, I would take it too. I don't care about her. You know, Cardi B. Who the uh, hell goes to a Miranda Lambert concert? Anyway? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's lucky they weren't even there. Come on. You know, she's so horrible that Blake Shelton just was like, I'm out. You wrote a song like I'll keep. I don't leave anybody like, for Gwen Stefani too, though. Come on. Yeah, like <laughs> poor Blake Shelton was like, someone help. He probably couldn't take any pictures. She's like, she's just like horrible. Like she's just like, who who tells people you can't take selfies at a concert? The people that are paying. Listen to you my know? music instead. Like get out of here. What, what are Sorry, you? I didn't realize I needed my. Like you can't hear the music while you're taking a picture. Yeah, you know, you know who can say something like that? Like Celine Dion can say something like that. Like somebody she wouldn't. that she wouldn't. She wouldn't. But like right. Miranda Lambert, like I was just shocked that people were there. So I was like, wow, people were there. And, and the fact that they even wanted to like take a picture. Like I if I was at a Miranda Lambert, I wouldn't want a picture. I want nobody to know that I was on this <laughs> thing. So she should have been happy that people wanted to, to take a I, picture and let their friends know they were there. I wouldn't even go if the tickets for free. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I would have to lose a really bad bet, and there is no way I'm taking a picture, shaking in nothing. Like I'll put like that's when you take. This is like, listen, people. This is one on one. If you want to be somewhere where you don't want to be, take a picture on your phone, your camera roll from somewhere else, you know, and post that on your story. That way, people think you're somewhere actually cool and not on yeah. that Lambert concert. But anyways, back to Cardi B. The whole point to this is that. 
I didn't know whose side I was taking, and then I saw the full story, and I was yeah. like, okay, if you're asking people to splash, you open the gates for this to happen. Yeah. Uh, this is all on Cardi B. If, if that is the case, which I believe you, uh, she's in the wrong because a lot of things have been happening at concerts lately that people are throwing things on stage, and this moron comes out and says, throw something at me. Like, she's asking for it. She's, she's promoting what they're trying right. to avoid. Uh, she should be in trouble for that, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, I, I heard they filed a lawsuit because not only did she hit the person that splashed her, but she hit somebody else with the microphone. Yeah, and... well, if you watch the clip, you hear it like go boom, boom, like it bounces off two people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I Well, I don't know who picked it up, but apparently based on this article that you found, somebody's about to make a lot of money on this microphone. Yeah, the microphone uh, closed on eBay. I don't know how that was able to even get put to eBay. I'm sure... You would think you put she, anything on Evie. but I'm, I, I would think that like they would try to get the microphone back because that's her like her like her equipment. Like, I mean, I'm sure they have more, but like if she throws it, yo, I if think- I'm there and I grab that mic, I'm running out right then and there. <laughs> I know what I got. I, I got at least yeah. I don't have to work for the next few months if I pick up that microphone. Well, this microphone uh, could help someone buy a house apparently because it closed on eBay at a hundred thousand dollars. Amazing. Amazing. How do you know it's even that microphone? There's a clip, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to wait for some controversy to happen, and then I'm going to find something similar and put it on eBay and be like, by the way, this is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are Brock Lesnar's ripped pants from summer, so I'm going to buy a pair of pants and rip them yep. and put them on eBay and see how much they go for. The Beast was out on Sunday, uh, Saturday. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people, it's amazing what the internet has done to certain moments, you know, because, like, yeah. we all think, like, oh, my God, Cardi B is going to get sued. Is this fan okay? And then there's that one person that's saying, I'm going to sell this microphone. <laughs> I want to know who's buying that. <laughs> Somebody that has entirely way too much money. She or probably bought that. Co- I was just going to say it was Cardi B herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let me ask you a serious question. Yeah. Are you, like, a fan of Cardi B? Like, do you care for her? No. I mean, she has a couple. I know that we go back and forth in the like people. We talked about so many people that I don't. I do have a few songs of hers. Yeah. Both at Yellow, as somebody that's like walking around in red bottoms almost every day. Of course, yeah. I love that song. But yeah. there's a couple of things she did that collab I, um, with Bad Bunny that I love. But I don't have a lot of her stuff on my no. on my playlist. But there there is a few. I'd be lying to you if I told you I have no Cardi B. Come on. Um, you know, there's a uh, that's an iconic song that she came out with last year. That's a women's anthem, very inappropriate yeah. women's anthem, but we all have it on our playlist, whether people want to admit it or not. <laughs> I'm not necessarily a fan of her. Like, I don't listen to her music. I don't think I've ever was a fan of her music. But uh, she does have a sense of like charisma to her and humor. Mm-hmm. Where like when she would do interviews, like with Jimmy Fallon or other late night shows, she was just funny. Yeah, so I found out to be like comical. Where like I'm like, oh, she's hysterical, but like mm-hmm. that's it dies. That's out about there. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I I like that part of her. I I like that she's very like for real. But like I like the that one song that I told you about that bought a kilo. I like it. But yeah, I like when I started finding hip hop, which I share with you. Like Eminem is the one that like opened that door for me. Like yeah. I started listening to people like Lil Kim and I still feel like there's some good female rappers out there today but nobody holds a candle to her back in her peak and when you listen to like how she the wordplay that she would do and this and that I don't know that today's rappers are living up to that standard so I I need to stop I'm getting old 
and nostalgia is a thing now and I, comp and I compare yeah. what we have today to what we had back in the day yeah. and it just doesn't seem to like be at the same level because Lil' Kim man she's so good Lil' Kim I think for me the closest is like maybe Nicki Minaj oh Nicki Minaj is good but like when Nicki Minaj did get the credit um, he deserves what was it Monster oh, with yeah. Kanye and Jay-Z like, and she's Kanye? making her verse like killed Jay-Z Wrapped a better verse than Jay-Z and Kanye. And Kanye tells you the story that they kind of walked in without, like, nothing written. It was yep. all, like, freestyle. And the fact that this girl walked in there and freestyled a better verse than Kanye and Jay-Z, you got to give her props. But a lot of times I do feel like she goes for more mainstream appeal and yeah. you don't hear her. Like, I remember she did, I think it was a Jimmy Fallon interview where he just started giving her very random topics to say she could freestyle and she did it. And I was like, you got it like that? Where is that in some of your songs? Because I do feel she's a little like mainstream, but I, I was very happy when Nicki Minaj came out because she was changing the game. We hadn't yeah. seen like successful female rappers in so long. But um but yeah, I think Nicki Minaj has it, but the songs of hers that have become popular don't don't showcase her skills. Where yeah. I feel like sometimes when she's a feature, you really hear her go off on, on how she raps. I think she's very good. I think she's a very good rapper. I think she's a better rapper than Cardi B. Yeah. When she came out with that song Super Bass, she wasn't like a rapper then. She was like like a pop star. Like, right, correct. And then she quickly got under the wing of Lil Wayne and Drake, and they mm -hmm. created Young Money. And She's good. I like her more than Cardi B. I I People don't realize that. that she learned from Drake and Lil Wayne. Like she, yeah. she was like with them. Yeah, but find find that documentary when, when Kanye talks about how impressed he was when she just walked in. I would there watch and, like, that. He said that, I think, was it him? I don't know if it was him or Jay-Z. One of them re- did their verse because they were so ashamed of how she killed them in one take. <laughs> like, it's, it's just hilarious to hear that. Um, I, and I love that song. Monster is such a good song. So, I love that whole album, My Dark Twisted That thing. whole album. He, I think that's the one that he filmed in, like, thing. Hawaii. He got a studio in Hawaii. He was yeah. flying everybody to Hawaii to, like, record their parts. Yeah. Good stuff. Speaking of Kanye, Kanye, what a transition. I think we have some Kanye news. We do got some Kanye news. <laughs> uh, that, that was pretty sweet. I love how we were just doing that. But uh, Kanye West in the news again. Um, nothing, For a good reason. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing controversial. Um, he joined Travis Scott at a Utopia show in Rome. Yep. Utopia is the name of uh, Travis Scott's new album. I almost said Travis Barker. I'm Travis not a big Scott. fan of it. I like the song that he did. With, I actually just like Bad Bunny's verse, honestly. I, have, I, I haven't really liked this. But yeah, he was doing a show. <laughs> yeah, you know, let me... I was I've been a fan of Travis Scott for a long time, like from his like mixtape days and all his right. albums. Uh, this new album is just too like futuristic, I think, for me. Where I feel like the only way you can enjoy this album is if you're like tripping on like acid. Like it's like I feel like more. when I first listened to it, I feel like it's gonna be one of those that like a couple of years from now, people might be like, Man, we slept on this album, but like right now. Yeah, there's just something about it that I don't like. But the whole point is he's out there promoting it. I think he's done an excellent job marketing. I remember they were doing the briefcase thing where like yeah. I I always like Bad Bunny things, so they would show up on my feed and Bad Bunny was carrying the Utopia briefcase. He was giving it to very big names, very specific names that yeah. he would know would go viral. Like, why are you carrying this briefcase? So he's done a great job promoting it. And now he's in Rome performing. And who did he had on stage? None other than Kanye West, who has not performed live 
for as long as I can, like, it's been a long time since we've seen him perform live. Yeah. He's gone very quiet after all the drama and controversy we talked about. To yeah. me, it seems like he's rebuilding a little bit. He kind of rebuilt that relationship with Adidas. Like, he's, he's trying to do certain things. And Kanye performed. And I saw the yeah. clip. He looked great. He sounded great. Like, I hope that he's just maybe getting the help that he needed because for a period of time, he just seemed very unhinged. And he, I was just worried. I was like, this guy needs help. Like, it was so clear. Yeah. You know, right now he just seems quiet. He seems to be doing good, and this performance was great. If you guys go to TMC, you can see a, a small, a small snippet of it, and he sounded good. Yeah, before he came, before Travis uh, Scott brought him out, he said, uh, "There's only one human being on this MF planet that has ever walked out or walked side by side with me through everything and everything." Because they both have gone through controversies, people turning on them. I mean, we weren't doing the show obviously back when everything happened but that astro world controversy i don't know that that's anything that travis scott is ever going to be able to recover from fully yeah i don't think so i don't think since then he kind of just got really really tarnished really and tarnished. i feel like i i like to i like to look at everything from like different perspectives right and i yeah. understand that you're the performer you're gonna come out there you but it's your it's your festival right i'm not gonna take any blame from him but i do feel like a lot of times people don't realize that these people are just hiding they come out they perform and they leave and it's like the live nation's responsibility to handle crowd control and everything yeah. however the way that he went about it afterwards it was just handled handled so poorly the video yeah. that he put out everything was just done so poorly that i'm just like yeah that's not it um, but I never have really heard. Like, I wonder how much money was spent, like, outside, like, settling things outside of court. Yeah. Because I don't remember hearing any of this, like, going to, like, a big case. So I'm assuming they paid a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, and I think the, a big thing that we're, we're, miss, we're skipping over here is that Travis Scott uh, is the father of Kylie Jenner's child. And... Kanye is obviously the father of Kim Kardashian's children. So yeah, like, they're the exes. They're the victims. The victims. Yeah, they're the exes here, but like they have, there's blood involved there, and that's pretty cool that they can have that kind of like a business relationship outside of you know that. Um, neither one of them are with a Kardashian or Jenner right now, so right, which I thought was funny when Bad Bunny did the collab because I was recently and Bad Bunny is still with Kendall, so it's like it's yeah. really weird how all of these guys are connected. By the way, like do, you know, do you know who uh, Kylie Jenner is dating? I heard. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine the dinner date between Kylie, Timothy, Bad Bunny, Kendall. <laughs> I, I have been a really big fan of what Bad Bunny and Kendall have been doing. They've been in Puerto Rico a bunch. They've been spotting everywhere. Here, here you spot them everywhere. They don't really bother them a lot, but I've seen yeah. a lot of pictures of them being spotted at different restaurants here. Like He's bringing her here all the time. I've seen them in LA just having their dinners. They seem very unbothered, yeah. um, which I thought is funny because from what I heard, it has started at just hanging out. We're just friends, but it seems to be getting serious. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they bring the best out of each other, and I don't know that we'll ever see that dinner date because I feel like Bad Bunny's just so laid back that I don't know that he will agree to that. He'll be like, why yeah. don't we just skip that and go do something else? And yeah. she seems to be the kind that would do that because she's always wanted to like break the mold. Of, like She's the one that's always been like, I'm not a Kardashian. I'm a Jenner. Well, didn't they do that with like Justin Bieber and Haley? They yeah. did like a dinner, like a dinner date, but it was more friend though, right? Like, yeah, that's on the beginning, like yeah. back on the beginning when I felt like he was getting to know her, so he probably agreed to everything she wanted to do. And now he's yeah. like, okay, come join my world because 
I don't know. But Bunny was so public there that whole year that he was touring that now he just feels like he's just enjoying his time off. He said he was going to take some time off and he deserves it. I mean, I could use oh, yeah. an album desperately. But um, the fact that his last album is still in the top Spotify, he's still getting 80 freaking billion listens right. like a month when he hasn't released anything new, like album wise for over a year. It's yeah. crazy good for him. But yeah, I, I like I like that. Bob, but it's like kind of bringing a different side of Kendall. Yeah, I love seeing all the different like worlds collide here. Like it's so cool to see that. And we're not I don't think we ever really saw that before. I don't even know how this happened. I don't even know how they communicate still, honestly. Well, you know what it is? It's because today there's so many things connecting us like through like social media and the internet where like we have the Met Gala, which is like people from different places. You know, the VMA, all these award shows they include outside pe- they're not even for Correct. what they're meant to be for like, <laughs> like well and nowadays with the whole like influencer yeah society where you have like yeah it could be like a grammys where he's a musician but they're gonna bring the people that are gonna put eyes on the product so they're gonna bring the influencers that's how the movie star, they met the like i know it doesn't even compare to the scale but look at the people that were in that room with us saturday night and you just look around and you're seeing like like pretty much 50 percent of wrestling youtube was in the same room together at the same time and you're like yeah. oh crap it was like a multiverse of wrestling i yeah. feel like that happens in all kinds of words like music tvs like it doesn't matter sports yeah. like as long as people are in, in a similar group, you're going to yeah. end up running into everybody that you know is part of that group. So I, got, it's, it, I, I know I it's funny it. to say it, but it really did feel like a multiverse of freaking wrestling on, on uh, SummerSlam weekend. Seriously. Like, I was seeing people, I was like, wait, that, I want, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 oait, oh my, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I guarantee you like that in any industry, you know? I just yeah. think we do it at a smaller scale. It's not necessarily starting to feel like a smaller scale because look who we had opened the show. It was Logan Paul. And if Logan Paul ever decides to bring his group into it, like you have people sitting front row that are part of Logan Paul's big group. And Logan Paul had nothing to do with wrestling a year ago. And now he's part of this and we're covering it and we're hearing about it everywhere all over YouTube. People were talking about how Logan Paul showed up in his freaking, which we didn't even cover that. He made it too. We talked about it last week. He made it in his with his black eye still in wrestling gear he made it to walk uh, his brother to the ring which is absolutely insanity but that's what i mean that's how these things happen these multiverses are currently happening right now and it's insane the paul brothers started on buying and now this weekend they were part of the biggest wrestling pay-per-view and the biggest boxing pay-per-view that happened like it's insane how worlds are all combining in a weird way look at bad bunny wrestling a backlash like you had all these people that haven't watched wrestling ever in their life trying to get a ticket or tuning in because they want to see bad bunny like it's insane how involving people from different places it's like introducing new people to new worlds major shout out to logan paul because (laughs) he appeared on whatever you were like two feet from him you didn't even touch him (laughs) (laughs) that's true in my mind, I'm like content, 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 content. I didn't, even, I didn't think about like, yeah, it was just it, it happened so fast. But you know, he was at multiple Raws leading up to SummerSlam. He had one of the best builds for a match, I think, at SummerSlam. One of the, the best, best matches. matches of I didn't the night. like the finish. I didn't no. think that needed, but it protects Ricochet. Yeah. But my God, somebody I retweeted it yesterday. Somebody put together like a highlight because I haven't been able to yeah. go back and watch any of SummerSlam. And he freaking killed it. And I couldn't help but to think, when did he practice all of this? I know he's good. But they were doing some coordinated things. They met at the PC a few times to practice some stuff. 
Yeah, I know he has like WWE sent him a whole last ring that he yeah. has on his backyard here in Puerto Rico too. Like at one point he flew Drew Gulak here. He flew a lot of really good wrestlers to Puerto Rico to teach him. It's Logan yeah. Paul. Who's gonna say no to that opportunity, yeah. right? But yeah, uh, why don't you tell the people this is a pop culture? Why don't you tell the people how close you were to Logan Paul? That has something to do with this podcast. So actually, it involves you too, Isa. Because, yeah, because I did. That's the one time all weekend that I wasn't with you, and that's when you freaking see Logan Paul. Yeah. So <laughs> we, uh, for for those who are listening and watching um, that were familiar with what was going on in Detroit, if you were there, uh, we were right by the superstore uh, downtown Detroit, the SummerSlam superstore, and then we found this little hot dog place that was horrible. Um, we went and ate, and right after that, it was like in the afternoon. Um, SummerSlam day. Yeah, this was like at like one o'clock on yep. Saturday. And because that's I- when I left you, because I was like, yeah. I gotta get ready for summertime. And the one thing that I own up to is I take forever getting ready. So I was like, I gotta go. It's gonna take like two hours to get ready. Lisa, <laughs> perfection takes perfection takes time. You're right. You're right. Okay? So <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so you we we walked out of that restaurant at like one o'clock, and you said you're going back to your, your hotel. You called your Uber. You got in, and then I started walking back, which was literally like a three, four minute walk yeah. from my hotel. I was staying right where that big poster, the SummerSlam poster was on the wall outside in Detroit. Right. I was right over there. So I'm walking towards that way and I see like crowds of people and I see people running. Now in my mind, I'm like, oh, something, something's happening. Something bad is happening. Somebody, somebody's getting arrested because that's yes. what we saw all week. So then I start getting closer and then I see cops like blocked off the street and i'm like what's happening like I, ha- I have to go through this to get to my hotel and then i see a power ranger in yellow clothing standing there and i'm like wow that's logan paul <laughs> they were filming uh i guess content for him but for also wwe doing a photo shoot and you can actually see the clips they're on wwe's and Instagram on his page. he didn't he post a picture holding the prime with the sign on the background did, or did. something yeah on both of those platforms you, on Instagram you could see the on their pages yeah, all the yeah. stuff they were doing there but it was really funny I have some back the 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 backstage tea if you want me to give you that but uh, yeah the backstage <laughs> tea uh, Logan Paul clearly doesn't know how to drive a stick shift or manual car <laughs> um, so in the video clip that you'll see on social media I even posted I made a TikTok about it too. Um, he didn't know how to drive his, the stick shift, the, the blue roll rider that they had there. Oh my god, that's so, hilarious! Like, he got out of the car, he walked back a few feet. Someone got in the car, backed it up, got it all set for him to do, and all he had to do was just press the gas and pull up and do his little scream in front of the, the poster. He kept messing it up. At one point, he was holding the bottle of Prime, and like the the logo was turned around, and like. He just, they had to do it like three or four times. He had to be nervous. He put on a great match, but you know, he had to be nervous. This was right before SummerSlam and he's yeah. probably getting in the song. And some people, yeah. I don't know what his routine is, but a lot of people like have to get in the song. And I know that he's up. What I loved out of the video that you showed me is watching him because I probably did this to you all weekend. Shout out to Joey for taking all of my pictures and all of my videos all weekend. But it was like that immediate, let me see what it looks like, like on the phone. And to see yep. a pro like Logan Paul, who looks good, and you probably assume that he looks good in every picture, still yeah. double check what they were doing and editing his own pictures. I was yeah. like, 
Bravo. I felt good about myself because I was like, you know, we're, we, we were doing it and we were all like, no, no, let's do it again. No, no, let's do it again. Joey is an angle master, by the way. Like, I don't want anybody else taking my pictures ever again. Like, you I mean, it's so the name good. of my show. I told you But that. you show me that clip of him, like, immediately asking the photographer, okay, let me see. Let me check it out. And you see him go, I love this one. This one is not it. Let's do this again. Yeah. Like, it's really freaking cool. And a little extra behind the scenes, but I know somebody in the chat said, yeah, I left SummerSlam at 2 a.m. because the press conference didn't start until around 12.30. It yeah. ended at around 1.30. We still had to get out of where the, the... The press conference room is typically backstage, so we have to be walked out because you see talent, you see they want to make yeah, sure nobody's bothering yeah, anybody. Yeah. Right, so we had to, like, the walk, and then you had to get everybody together to do the yeah. walk, to get in the elevator. Some people leave things in the press box. They had to go back before they finally walk us out. So, no, I did not leave four field until around 2 a.m. because, listen, I'm very lucky that I got picked for the press conference, but that involves staying there for an extra period of time and you have yeah. to wait until you're walked out and all of that. Like, it's, there's a whole process to it what you see after the show. It does work out staying for that because you don't have to, you, like, you wait. Oh, everything is like, the there was nobody gone, there anymore. Like, exactly. Traffic, everybody was gone. Every, it, was, it was nice. I still had to walk I, I walked all the way to, because they still have some of the streets blocked. So I yeah. walked all the way to Mom's Spaghetti to the theater right next to it. Yeah. And that's where I requested my, I could have just walked to you and requested it from your freaking I mean, hotel because it would have anyway. been the same walking distance, but <laughs> the, the theater was like a straight shot for the door that we ended up like getting yeah. out of. But um, yeah, I think it, there's a lot of like behind the scenes things that people don't know about. That's one of them. If you go to the yeah. press conference, you're staying a lot longer, which again, I prefer it because if you leave when everybody else is leaving, it's a pain to, oh. to leave this arena. So we get saw, very lucky. <laughs> I saw people's Ubers getting canceled three, four times mm -hmm. over a hundred dollar Ubers. They just, yeah. like, it was a disaster, disaster. Even at two something AM, my Uber still was $40 and I'm talking a seven minute ride. Like the yeah. prices were still crazy, but I told you there was a lot going on in downtown uh detroit that weekend like even that team roof spot was like crazy packed still at that time so i'm assuming that's where everybody went for the after after party i don't know it was uh outside of that stuff it was one of the best best experiences i think i ever had like I, and i was telling i was telling my dad i was like granted i am like wrestled out at the moment i'm just like i don't want to see nothing wrestling i'm just like i need like a i actually thought monday night raw was very good oh it was i didn't even plan and I, and I tweeted this i didn't plan to watch it i planned just to see the beginning and i couldn't turn it off i said so hear me out i said the off. same thing because i landed and i still have to drive to my mom's who lives nowhere near the puerto rico airport you know and at that point i'm like i'm already here i'm tired my mom watched roman for four days i might as well hang out here for a, like give her some of my time yeah. right and she you know, my mom's a big wrestling fan, so she always want to know how did it go, how was this person, how was this person. Um, so I ended up getting home, home to my apartment at like 10 p.m. Sunday because I wanted to really? spend some time with my mom. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm wrestle out. I'm going to cancel my stream tomorrow. You know what I ended up doing? I Not only did I stream, I agreed to also like filling on wrestling. Inc. So I'm like, as tired as I am, I did my stream and I did a, a post-show podcast, which I got to do again today and tomorrow. Yeah. My first day off will be on Thursday, which I plan on sleeping until minimum 12 p.m. You want, <laughs> you want to hear where I'm at right now? Yeah. So in the last month, I have been home. Oh, a, I know. <laughs> a whopping five days. I know. Like home, home. Five days. I was in uh, the Hamptons in July. 
I came back for two days. I flew out to South Florida for a week. Went home for three days. You're, you're living the life. I'm out here working like a slave, okay? <laughs> I had somebody like, give me a shout-out on my Facebook page because they were like, how were you last Saturday covering like an event here? My One of my interviews was featured on TV, and then this Saturday I'm at SummerSlam, and that's when I realized. I'm like, I don't think I've taken a day off in like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so... At least I live in paradise. So you know what? If I want to take a day off and have a nice resort, get all I have to do is drive a couple is. of minutes. So you, you got you got paradise, you know, refreshing. You were giving you. That I'm considering. I'm considering making either Thursday or Thursday will be a lot cheaper if I want to like actually book a hotel and go with Roman. Yeah. But I'm considering either making Thursday or Saturday, like like book a hotel and go chill by a beach all day and like don't talk to me. Kind I of. might have to meet you there. Hey, listen. If you don't want to spend any time at home, come on over. <laughs> So listen to this. So um, I left Ford Field almost 1.30, I would say. Right. Uh, walked back, and it was like the walking dead outside. Like Everybody was just like walking slowly, just like – it took me like a half an hour to get back to my hotel where it was a six-minute walk before. So – and I walked with a group of media that was looking for Uber. So we figured we'd walk out further so there was more opportunity right. for Ubers. Um, I ended up waiting uh, outside with Muscleman Malcolm, by the way, one of my favorite people of the whole weekend. Kudos to that guy. Uh, just doing such great work. But I waited with him for a little while. And then by the time I got up to my hotel and packed my stuff, it was almost three o'clock. I had to leave to the airport at five. So I just like put on, I put on Spy Kids because that was what was on TV. Wow. And I sat like with my bag on my shoulder. I was leaning on my, my bag and I was just like, Dozed off for like 30 minutes. Woke up, went to the airport at 5 a.m. My flight was at 7. I got home at 9 a.m. To a cookout, right? On the ride home, because my dad picked me up from Newark, from the airport. On my ride home, he's like, oh, by the way, we're having a family barbecue at 12 o'clock. Everyone's coming over. And then you went to a Metallica concert. I, I (laughs) I got home, and like my mom's in a dress, and like my sister and her boyfriend are like dressed up. And I was like... This is what you're getting. This is this, this is <laughs> it. as good as it gets. <laughs> I was in like Nike sweatpants, a hoodie. I was like, this is it. Like you are not. This is it. So we had a family barbecue at twelve, <laughs> and then later on, my uncle gave us two free tickets to a Metallica concert. So me and my dad went to the Metallica concert around like five thirty. I didn't get home till almost one a.m. No, I no. slept in till like eight o'clock that morning. I'm jealous and of that. I got home today, actual home, like where I live. It's 4.15 now here. I got home at... Probably when you send me the link o'clock. to the show. Yeah, that's when you send me the link. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm so, like, I've been in the same situation where like yesterday I had to do like a lot of like running no errands. Thing. Like I had to do like groceries today. I had to go and do a couple more things. So it's like, I still haven't, I told you, I still haven't even taken my SD card out of my vlogging camera. I'm, doing all that after this. I'm like, I'm like the, the, the amount of content that I have to edit is yeah. like ridiculous. So I'm like, I'm hoping to like, probably tomorrow during the day, like get it done. So that way I can really, I don't, I don't want to deal with anything on Thursday. I am tired. I am tired. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm washed. It's over. <laughs> I was gonna use it at some point, but you got. You it. I'm uh, done. I, I need that's that's when you 
and, and now you get it. A lot of times I like tell people after I go on these trips, I'm like, I need a vacation from that. And they were like, weren't you just on vacation? There is nothing vacation about that. I'm very blessed and thankful that I get to do it. Like Samantha just said in the chat, but people just don't understand the amount of work and running around that we do and how exhausted you get back. Yeah. It's a lot, but you know what? <clears throat> when you love it and you're, and you're passionate about it, like it is, it's fulfilling, but it's so worth it. Like, oh, I, 1000%. I'll do it again tomorrow if somebody called me and say, Hey, you want to, like, I would, as much as I tell you how tired yeah. I am, I would do it again tomorrow. Like, yeah. even, even like I'm telling my uh, Lucha Libre Line boss where I'm like, like, Oh my God, I'm so exhausted. And then literally two sentences later into our conversation, I'm like, Okay, what's my August schedule? Where do you need me? <laughs> he's like, He's yeah. like, What are you just saying? You need a day off and you're already asking me where, where, where I need you at and I'm like no I'm very blessed I'm not I'm never gonna take that for granted you know but it's am I gonna tell you that I'm super freaking exhausted 1000 percent. yeah and I think for me like the biggest thing too is that like like you know I was in Florida but I wasn't there for a good reason you know what I mean like I I just I needed I needed a win and this was like a good oh you got it you got it the win this was this was fun this was like that like oof like you know don't ask me if I watch any TV because I have not. All I watch I was Monday Night Raw. <laughs> there is no. We're gonna cut off the. We're gonna cut off the. What are we watching this yep. week? Because we haven't we're had time to it. watch anything. No, we're not doing it. We're not even. It's done. It's it is. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> I haven't even caught up with Big Brother. Like, and, and you oh, know man. how much I love it. And I'm yeah. probably gonna do that here in a little bit. Um, like put it in the background. Yeah. Uh, just to be able to start catching up. But yeah, there's no shows this week. We'll we'll get back to that section next yeah. week. Yeah. After this, I'm getting a cup of coffee. Gotta get some editing done and back to the grind. You know what I mean? Always. Always. Isa, always a pleasure. I you know, now I hate this now. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. We had gonna... such a good time, like in person with and it was like the first time we ever hung out. Like we, yeah, we met, we met in person cool. before. I know some people were under the impression we hadn't. We met in person, but it was a quick, hi, how are you, at full gear. That was yeah. it. It wasn't like a full hangout. It was like three minutes. We got out during one of the matches just to say hi. We took a picture, and mm-hmm. that was it. This was like I, – like I, I got there to you, and I felt like we've known each other for like ever. Like we just like – Yeah. I don't know. It clicked well. We clicked well. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah. And the content too, like everything, like that, it, like us having that kind of relationship made the whole thing better. Like everything. We did. Yeah. Content. And we got pictures. Like a lot of times I do these trips alone and a lot of times I'm like taking the pictures for like tripod or like their old selfies. Like, I'm like, I'm glad to have like, I know we're different outlets, but it was fun to have like a little tag team partner. Yeah. And we had, we, I had Lucha Libre online is spoiling me now yeah. because they're sending me with camera people <laughs> and shout out to Jorge because not only was oh, he the man. coolest, he took some sick shots of us down by the, by the ringside. Me, I was like, whoa, what is this? Like, I know. I was like, magazine. That looked like a magazine. So yeah. shout out to Lucha Libre Online for spoiling you. But now I'm like, now I'm screwed because I was like, who are you giving me for Survivor Series? Because I'm not doing this again, yeah. like by myself ever again after oh, what I've experienced. But it was so funny because Nick and Sean and everybody from media were just making so much fun of me, calling me spoiled because now they sent me with cameraman and I'm like, yeah. yeah. We're all yeah, like putting our stuff up, and you're like, "I'm here," like, and I'm just bossing her hair around, like, "Come on, come on, this way." <laughs> Tell me where to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. everybody with their tripods, and I'm like, "Can't relate." I have an actual yeah. camera, man. Thank you. Yeah. And he was so cool. He, he so is cool. the coolest. He is the coolest. Yeah. But yeah, I think that concludes today's show. So much, uh, 
a lot of a lot of stuff going out today outside of our our usual topics giving some uh backstage stuff from detroit i'm sure we have a lot more to talk about on your channel my channel but if i don't fall asleep i will be back for nxt (laughs) (laughs) so you guys can go catch me uh doing a live stream of nxt tonight and then also on wrestling inc uh tuesdays are usually busy for me live content wise because i have this show and then i have my normal nighttime ones but this one always throws me off because i never do like lives during the day so it always like i'm always like oh shit it's tuesday like i gotta rush everything that i do during the day like i went grocery shopping i went to the gym and i'm like looking at the time like i need to be home by this time yeah. uh, where typically i'm used to like being out until five because that's when i typically get back home and kind of yeah. like get ready but i love this show i look forward yeah. to this every week and everyone uh watching and in the chat right now don't forget to go to both of our channels because we both did so many interviews this weekend but we watched we watched each other's interviews together and they were like so different so like yeah both of our interviews with like baron carbon are different both of you know ricochet and and zoe stark and Shayna baszler and finn Balor. everybody that we interviewed there were completely different interviews so go check those out a lot of fun stuff uh a lot of content that we put out this weekend yep and uh thank you all for being a part of the show today thank you for bearing with us you know being all tired and everything and we hadn't really talked since then so we needed to get that detroit talk out so i'm glad yeah we we'll figure out when we can do another one for my channel i am not saying thursday i am not doing anything wrestling related on thursday so yes. we'll figure it out for later i love this thank you uh thank you ricky both your channels are so good uh east and joey people are the best oh uh, thank you yeah we love you guys but uh yeah that concludes episode 40 Four zero. Forty. Four zero. Yeah, I just put two fours up. I don't know why. I don't know But uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you guys for being a part of the show. And as always, don't forget to subscribe down below. Stay up to date with all the stuff on the Know Your News channel. And again, you have our information right there. Go follow us. Always great content. And we'll see you next week. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Now nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.